The Art of Relationships radio show is copyrighted. No one is to use any part of the show without express written consent from myself, Greg Dzinski, or The Art of Relationships. Thank you. Welcome to The Art of Relationships radio show. Greg welcomes live calls from listeners in helping with numerous marital and relationship problems. There will be no more tit-for-tat arguments. Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a rapid, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan. To others, he's simply known as Detroit's love guru. <laughs> hey, everybody. It's uh, Greg, as you just heard. Greg Dzinski, licensed professional counselor, relationship sex specialist. I also do have a lot of experience, sad to say, in trauma, um, sexual abuse, rape survivors, that type of aspect as well. Welcome, and this is the Art of Relationships radio show. So, the format typically is you can ask any questions you want. Shauna's in the house. Hey, what's up? Oh, my God, we got a lot of people going on. Sophia, Shauna, Lee, Stacy. Maybe Shauna can call in this evening, too. That's a hint, hint, hint. Um, to give me her, maybe what she's finding out in the dating world. Stacy's in the house. Hey, what's up? Um, on the dating world, and it seems like, believe it or not, I have a lot of people that are single that are followers, that are friends of mine on Facebook, whatever. So this show is going to be dedicated to the single people out there in the dating world. We're going to be talking about, you know, do's and don'ts. What do you do? You know what? It's not up to me to set the rules for you, not even for couples that I work with, right? The rules are designated. They're designed by you. And I want to know, you know, maybe help other people out, the single people out there in your life, to maybe decide what the rules are for you, okay? Um, you know, what do you do? Do you, you know, text back and forth, call back and forth before you actually meet? And it seems like a lot of people are meeting on social media sites. Yes, be it right here, Facebook, um, you know, bunch of dating apps. I'm not going to give them plugs. You probably know what they are um, unless they pay me to sponsor them. <laughs> so, um, you know, Everybody meets different ways. You know, you get set up. Me, personally, you know what? I'm not into people setting me up. Not at all. I've had some, <laughs> uh, let's just say, some different experiences from that aspect. I'd rather be choosy and, you know, maybe pick my own avenues as well in the dating realm. But I want to know, you know, not only, you know, what you use. Do you, you know, women might have it easier. Do you have it easier in the dating world because guys are always approaching you, asking you out? buying you drink, dinner, whatever, right? Um, so what do you do, uh, you know, before you meet somebody? Do you text back and forth like Sophia just mentioned? And what do you set boundaries up for yourself and looking at, um, you know, what works good for you? And, you know, do people, you know what, do people fall in love you know, on just social media through Facebook. Do you, how many affairs are created because, you know what, you're not getting what you want in your marriage or your rela relationship. <clears throat> Easy for me to say as I trip over my tongue. But not only that, you know, because you're looking, do you create a false sense of security 
through texting back and forth with people and what boundaries. And we also, you know, I had some comments, a friend of mine, you know, text me before the show talking about, you know, how far do you go? Do you, do you send pictures back and forth? Do you send, ooh, what about live videos? You know, how far is too far before you actually meet somebody? Do you send them risque pictures of you and your nighty lady? Ooh. And if you want, you can private message me those pictures. No, I'm T. T. Well, maybe not. But you look at, you know, do you go back and forth and, you know, send intimate pictures back and forth to each other before you even meet one another? Again, the rules are set up for you. I want people to be safe. I don't want people to be played with, you know, back and forth emotionally toyed with, not at all. And I'm not into people in the dating realm that are married, that are in a committed relationship and they're trying to date other people uh, whatsoever out there, okay? I'm not into that. I'm not into mind games. I'm not into people using other people. And, you know, people that have been listening to the show for a long time or know me know, you know, I'm not into people hurting each other, misleading anybody else whatsoever, that you're going to be real, you're going to be honest, and you're going to be you know, forthright with whoever you're going with. And, you know, I've met people that have been deceptive and, you know, maybe pictures their physical description and their dated pictures. We all been there. But we're going to go deeper than that, people. And we're going to look at, um, you know, what are your rules? Do you text back and forth for a while? Do you send those risque pictures, whatever? Do you, ladies, do you ask him to send, you know, private parts? So, uh, you know what? He can measure up to your standards. Do you, you know, require a certain length that he, you know, takes a, you know, maybe a penis, you know, shot of him with a measuring tape or whatever that you're able to, you know what? Oh, yeah, you meet my standards. And he's not measuring from his uh, anus, if you know what I mean. Uh, oh, no, you're not big enough, so I'm not even going to meet you in person, guy. I want to know what your standards are, what your rules are out there. For the dating realm, okay? And you can give me a call as well if you're not shy. Give me a call, 313-614-9498. Again, 313-614-9498. We met, you know, if I meet someone, I usually back out. I get scared. I get that, but I want to know why you get scared. Is it because you're going to feel used, um, you know, be abused, treated poorly, the trust issue, it's scary out there in the dating realm. So we kind of go in those situations and um, we'll go from there. Um, if they start sending those, I do not talk to them again. I think, Sophia, a lot of people are in that situation as well. You know, unless you go back and forth and you have some agreement going back and forth in those situations, it, it depends on maybe a bunch of factors. Again, is it good? Is it bad? You know, all these dating rules. And we got, oh, we got a new uh, viewer, which is very cool. Welcome. And I'm not going to mention your name uh, from the discussion that's below, of course. But I want to look at, you know, the situation to where I respect your name. But if you want me to call your name out, give me permission to do that. One individual, I don't believe in texting and cyber dating. I'm very old-fashioned guy. I just simply ask and then set up a first date. But great talking from your side. And it's very, very cool. And I don't know, you know, it all depends, I think, you know, what country and all that, what cultural aspects as well. You know, you can set up, uh, you know, set up a date, whatever, but it's hard. People get busy. 
whatever, the old-fashioned way, right? You know, you can meet somebody in a grocery store. I talked about this on how to meet, you know, somebody to date, you know, where to meet people other than social media. You know, there's people that maybe go to church that, you know, you could get set up because I'm not into that. You know, friends and relatives set me up. Yeah, I'm not into that. doesn't mean it doesn't work for you. You can, you know, meet in a grocery store. I talked about all this aspect. But say you want to meet somebody um, that you know. Oh, Shauna knows this and mentions that he's the perfect gentleman, um, which is awesome. You know why? How many girls, how many women want the perfect gentleman? We're not even going after... You know, what do you look for in a date situation? We're looking for dating rules, <clears throat> and how do you apply that? Do you, you know, do you meet up, and some women want the perfect gentleman. Some women think maybe he's being too much of a wuss if he's being a perfect gentleman. I'm all about, you know, rules. You know, we dating, holding the door open for the lady, right? Letting her go first. I'm all about manners. Those should apply in the dating realm, first date, last date. They should also apply throughout a relationship and marriage big time. They never should go away. But anyways, you know, setting up with the dating rules, do you text back and forth? Do you have a rule that, you know what, we're going to text back and forth for a month before we meet, a week, a day? Everybody is different, right? This is not setting up Greg's rules, what you should do, what you should do. We have enough of that in society <clears throat> as it is, and we have enough other you know, professionals out there, not just me, that are trying to dictate how you should live your life and dictate this is how you do it. Well, that might work for them and their other profession, their professionals, if you will, but that's very biased and that's very judgmental. You know, I can give you some insights and maybe some safe guidelines to follow, but again, it's your life and you need to do what you feel is safe and that is appropriate for your life in your own realm, right? <clears throat> so we look at Sure, sir. Oh, you can call my name. Oh, thanks, Shauna. You are a great lady yourself. <laughs> Noir, thank you so much, and I hope I'm pronouncing that. Noir, you did mention that, and Shauna mentioned that you're a perfect gentleman. And Noir, you don't have to lie about Shauna being, uh, you know, <laughs> being a great lady as well. No, Shauna, you know we go way back. Um, had her call in, been a guest host on the show, whatever. She can call in now. Crap, yeah. Um, don't be shy. Anybody can call in 313-614-9498. Uh, uh, Shauna's telling me to hush ass it is right now. But you look at, you know, do you have rules before you meet somebody? Do you have rules? I, I want you to play it safe. I don't want you to end up in a dangerous situation. That, you know, that could be if you meet somebody you know, the old fashion, you know, in a bar, in a grocery store, you get set up by somebody you think they're a nice person, but you don't know. They might not know. You know, they're only showing you who they want to. You know, who they want to show. You know, it could be friends, family. You think they're a great person, whatever. But behind closed doors, maybe they're a psycho. Maybe they're not that great of a person at all. <clears throat> that maybe some people think they might be. Okay, they might be very deceptive. So it's scary. No matter where you go, it's scary to look at. Um, I'm doing an edit job. Sorry, people. It, you know, so it's you try to trust your gut instinct and you try to do the best you can at assess. But number one thing I think you need to find, especially when you're dating somebody or going out on a first date, regardless where you meet them, be it a grocery store, a bar, church, whatever, 
you do it in a public place, people. You know what? Have coffee, have a drink. You know what? Do it in a public place. I advise that, right? You've been situations I hear people, guys, inviting women over to their house without even meeting. And women doing the same thing with guys. Um, you know what? Do I want to throw out there and say you're stupid? Yeah, maybe naive or unwise. Absolutely. Because there's some, you know, I don't want anybody, heaven forbid, to get raped. I don't want people to be in a situation that you can't get yourself out of. So please, on a first date, maybe even a second date, um, meet in a public place. You know what? See how they treat the wait staff. See how, you know, the waiters, waitresses, see how they you know, what their mannerisms are to people. Are they belittling? Are they degrading? Are they very negative? Do they put down waitresses, waiters, whatever? You know, look at their personality, their character, how they handle themselves. And we know people are manipulating and smooth, but meet in a public place. Please meet in a public place, people. Um, well, I've been talking for a month texting back and forth. I've been, you know, we even talk on the phone. I don't care. Meet in a public place. Um, there's some whack people out there and there's some people that just want to use people. So don't do that. Um, you know, don't get suckered into that because your heartstrings are huge. You know what? Use your gut instinct. Meet in a public place. Now we're going to go through <clears throat> some situations to where you look at you know what, Sophia, you mentioned I like manners, etiquette at the dinner table is a must. Trying to get a good overall, good first impression of the person, you know, not showing a mask. And I talk about this, you know, before. You know what, why can't you put yourself out there? Why do you have to put a persona on there? You know, persona is about a falsehood, about a mask. That's what Sophia's talking about. Um, but do you, you know what, why can't you be real? And there's some people out there insecurities, we all have them that are going to hide stuff that are, you know, maybe you're going to hide stuff. I've been, <clears throat> I met, you know, women, whatever, texting me back and forth, maybe from Facebook or some other online avenues, <clears throat> excuse me. And you know what, you, all of a sudden, you find out in real life, they don't look like their picture. They're 10 years, maybe the pictures are 10 years old. You know what, they don't, represent themselves as they pretend to be. And this is not just women, this is men too. Then you meet them in person and you're like, what the hell? You know what? You feel like you've been deceived. You know, part of me, you get it. You understand it, right? You know what? Insecurities, everything else. But you know what? If you can't be real and comfortable in your own skin and be real up front, peace out, you're done. You're dismissed. And is that being shallow? Is that, you know what? Call it whatever you will. You know what? Attraction is one thing, but for you being dishonest right off the bat, that tends to say something about your character as well, okay? <clears throat> Noir, you mentioned, okay, well, Greg, I have a few uh, questions and a comment as well. I have tried to text someone for two months before we met. Wow, that's a long time. That made the first date more than friendship meeting than a romantic date. Oh, I want to hear your comments. What, what's your question, Noir? I want to. I'd love to hear... You know, I'd love to hear what your question is and, um, you know, what your question is about, you know, meeting someone for, you know, more than a romantic date. Are you talking about, Noir, are you talking going back and forth and you have sex on a first date? Again, that's up to you. I'm not saying, you know, that is wrong. If you have two consenting adults, there shouldn't be any issue with that. 
But if you're assuming that you're talking for a couple months before you go back and forth and that made the first date, you know, more than a friendship meeting than a romantic date. I get that. But if it's between two consenting adults, Noir, I don't think there's any issue with that. You know what? Peace. Have your own. And I talked about this numerous times before that, you know, sex on a first date, second date, whatever. If it's between two consenting adults and no one should ever, no one should ever feel pressured to you know what, have sex on the first date, second date, third date, a month, whatever. You want to make sure you both are ready, you both are into it, that situation. So I don't think that's wrong at all, Noah. Um, and I hope I'm pronouncing your name right. Uh, forgive me if I'm not. Um, but I, I think that's fine. I, I'm going to tell people, you know what, if it's between two consenting adults, fine. No one should be pressured into having sex. No one should be begged, pleaded, manipulated into having sex. If it, you have that connection and it's between you know, that emotional connection, now you look at, is it real? Is it legit? And you know you meet in, per, you meet in per, uh, person, uh, I can't talk, sorry. Um, you meet in person, you know, maybe the chemistry vibes that you have talking or texting back and forth for a couple months, maybe they're not going to be there. Maybe they're not there as you originally thought they were, be it a fantasy through text, messaging, back and forth, emails, whatever. We can all have this image in our head, but when we meet somebody in person, you know, we could say, oh, screw that. What the hell was I thinking? They could think that about me or about you as well. So, you know, if you feel it and it's there, who am I to say it's wrong? So, you know what? Between two consenting adults, you be safe. Make sure it's not a pressured situation. And whatever, if you go with it, you go with it, okay? So I hope that answered your question. Um, oh, you know what? Shauna, I'm sorry. I missed the call. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Shauna. I knew you called. I didn't even, because I have the silent uh, on my phone. So, yeah, give me a call when you can. I apologize. I missed it. I didn't even see it. I was looking at the, the camera, and I didn't even pay attention that you called, Shauna. So, yeah, whenever you're ready, give me a call back. That'd be awesome. Um, if I'm talking to someone and I'm interested, I'd like to have a FaceTime chat. You know what? That is an awesome idea. Why not? Um, for those that don't have iPhones, um, could you do Skype? Can you do, you know what? I like that. That's sort of an awesome idea. And, you know, you can get a persona, you know, not only with that person. I love that idea, actually. I got to write this down. Um, and I can't remember if you give me permission to use your name or not, so I'm not going to throw it out there. But if you give me permission, I'll mention your name. That's a hell of an idea. That is, you know what? You know what? FaceTime on Facebook. You know what? That is phenomenal. I like that. Oh, here we go. Shauna's in the house. Hey, Shauna. Hey. Hey, you can hear me. Sweet. Yeah, I can hear you. Cool. So what is happening? So excited about this uh, show tonight because I actually have been doing a lot of research, you know, on dating sites and things like that. And um, the whole idea of, of chatting and texting at length um, is really crazy if you do it for too long. I think that you have to hurry to meet someone in person, like you said, in a safe place and get the... Uh, uh, you know, it's so easy to be keyboard cowboys and fall in love over the internet. I think that's absolutely absurd. I think that you should really actually meet in person and make sure the chemistry is there. 
physically because I think that you're just going to hurt yourself emotionally and leave some baggage behind if you take a long time chatting and flirting and texting and sending pictures and you build this emotional uh, foundation and then you do not have to meet in person yet. Then when you meet in person, you find out that they are... Um, not who you thought they were. That they're you know? a douche. They're a douchebag, yeah, or they're mis. They're misrepresentation. You know, misrepping themselves, Sean. And I know. Um, have you when you're you know working on your book and everything? I know we talked about this when you, you know, were guests on a show a while ago, a couple times. Um, did you realize what people were doing as far as? Did you find a pattern what people were doing as far as dating rules on social media and stuff? As far as dating rules? Yeah, what they were finding as far as, you know, social, maybe using social media, online dating sites or whatever, what have you. Uh, well, I, thought, I found that uh, the guys were very discouraged really quickly because they didn't want to be what's called catfish. Right. If that's the right term. And um, they, they wanted to fairly quickly. The women took the talk about me um, more so than men did. And... Um, the rules were obviously that, you know, you talk for a couple of weeks at max and then you, you meet and then you be done with it. It either is or it isn't. Now, would you waste, now this is a philosophy, would you waste a couple of weeks talking with somebody before meeting now? And I love someone mentioned on Facebook. I don't know if you saw this or not. Someone mentioned like FaceTime on Facebook. Most people have Facebook. Um, that would be awesome. That way you know if they are a catfish or not, right? I love that idea. Right, and I was going to suggest that. Somebody has said, I thought you said the iPhone. You can actually, you can FaceTime anybody on the Facebook Messenger or so. Yeah, I'm a, certainly come back. I'm an uh, iPhone basher, you know, so. If you, what you wasting time, you know, I'm a conversationalist, and I like to hear someone talk and get to know them and ask them questions, so I might would waste more than two weeks, actually. Really? Why? Oh, yeah. Why, Shauna? Um, well, because I, I'm, I'm one of those types of people. I'm, I'm not just a theorist. I actually ask questions, and then I take their answers, and then I'm also studying human behavior. You know, I'm, in, I'm doing my master's for psychology right now. Right. I take what I've learned from that, and um, sort of like, I try to, like, dissect people. I hate to say that, but... Um, just to try to get a better idea about this person, you know, um, you can kind of tell how they respond very quickly to certain questions or not, if they're being honest, um, now, if they're being leery. That's great. And I know, yeah, I know you're working on your master's. Um, what, you know, being in the field, you know, human behavior check, you know, do people... Like, you know, someone mentioned about body language and everything else, which is important. You know, not only body language, but, you know, do their facial expressions meet or match their words? And that's, you know, exactly what you're talking about. But I'm wondering, would it take, right. what happens if someone can be real smooth? And I love, like you said, you know, if you have iPhones, the FaceTime or FaceTime on Facebook, which is awesome. Uh, I, I love that idea, actually. When you can do that and you can get a better representation of facial expressions and even body language through that, which is great. Why would it take you two weeks? Yeah, I'm sort of disagreeing with you in a way. <laughs> what? Why would it take two weeks? Would you want to know, you meet a person in the public, like we both agree, I think everybody agrees, it should be in a public place. Now, 
why would it take you two weeks to decide if you want to meet somebody or not? Is there a sense well, of security or emotional that, safety with that? That is, that is my first I'll tell you why, okay? Because I have a pet peeve with that. I'm one of those type of people that I'm very, very busy right now. I work um, for, for 12, basically, a week, and I do um, class three times a week. I'm very active also uh, with my kids and in the gym. I don't have a lot of time. But if I don't answer your message right away and I don't answer your call right away, I want to see if you're going to message me and say something really stupid like some guys do. I want to know if you're patient. I want to know what your temperament is. And um, there's a sort of reason why I do things like that because if someone is a hothead, they have an attitude or they're jealous or they think that I'm, you know, uh, talking to other guys or whatever, that comes out whenever you take your time in the beginning trying to get to know someone. But I understand what you're saying too. Maybe you could go ahead and meet really quickly and just get it over with and be done with it. Because then, if you meet him in person, you know you can see a lot more, obviously, because you're you're getting to see them physically as well as their facial expressions in person and how they respond. Correct. Um, and that that. I'm real about actually meeting someone in person. I want people to um, basically be in my business, follow me home, know what my license plate is, and things like that. You know, so. I'd rather kind of get to know some things in the very beginning um, rather than um, meet right away. You know what, Shauna, I agree. And I talked about that. I don't know if you were on when I mentioned about the safety aspects, you know, about meeting in public. And, yeah, I'm all over. You don't want someone to be a psycho, stalk you. And I get the safety aspects about that. Someone mentioned, you know, I get bored with chatting too long. I establish up front, but I'm not looking for a pen pal. And I get that. Actually, believe it or not, I get that from quite a few women um, that said that. I'm not looking for a text buddy. I'm not looking for a chat buddy back and forth. I'm looking for something real, and why waste time? Again, it's very subjective, as you know, and it's up to each individual. And you know, I try to place safety guidelines, like you said. And a lot of people don't look at that. I don't think they look at that when you said, you know, your license plate, what car you drive. And possibly found you becoming a stalker. And I know you have quite a few stalkers, Shauna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You love it too, don't you? Yeah, I've, I've had a couple. It's not, it can be scary, can it? Oh, yeah, it can be very scary. Um, you know, I've been in a situation where I had a guy show up at my house and, um, you know, um, Thank God that my daughter wasn't there. Um, you know, I mean, it can't be. And that was a situation where I actually was doing some um, stuff on a dating site. And uh, I had decided to finally meet up with someone to do some more research. But also I was kind of interested in him, too. And he wound up being um, somebody that I almost couldn't trade off. No, it's scary. Did you? And that's one thing, too, if... Uh... No, you have to get the police involved and all that stuff. And, you know, they can only do so much if there's no imminent threat or immediate threat. Men are, you know, established. At, so you're limited as what that is. And I agree with the safety aspects. And, what you know, what do you do? Can you have a friend drive you? Can you have a friend meet? The old adage is how many, you know, if you were... Uh, nervous or scared that you could call a friend and oh I got an emergency text I gotta go right now uh, that's always a good thing as well oh yeah right I've had I've had, a, I've had it set up a friend to call me in the middle of the day and 
I answer the phone, pretend like it's one of my kids, and be like, you know, oh my God, it's an emergency, I have to go, or oh, everything's cool, everything's fine, kind of thing, you know, to let them know that thing is safe or whatever. But um, I just think as a woman, a woman's point of view is totally different than a guy's. I mean, there are some women that are in a hurry, but I also, I hate to say this, but anybody, hopefully nobody uh, gets upset with me for saying this, but I think there's a neediness to when a woman wants to meet too soon and she's in such a hurry to be in a relationship or to be involved with someone. A woman needs to show independence on her for her own self and have self-love and take time to get to know a man and um, to get to know him, um, you know, in conversation as well as in person. But, um, you know, I think that we have to become stronger all the way around, men and women, especially in the day and time. Dating is so tough nowadays. People are so scared to, to even be in a relationship. It's, like, cheaper to be single and sleep together and have friends with benefits than it is to actually have a relationship. And, um, you know, you could, and then you're having sex on the first date, you know, and then there's no real real relationship. You can't build a relationship off of, you know, just sex in the very beginning. It's just, you, you have to have something more substantial than that. Well, you know, so I agree. Relationship that just have, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I, I agree the philosophy behind what you're saying, but I also know, you know, a lot of people, I, you know, I've met quite a few couples that have been married for years. They had sex on the first date. And they've been married, happy, you know, happy for a long time. It, does that happen all the time? Of course not. So I look at, and I also know, I also know, I also know people that have texts back and forth, called, emailed back and forth for a month, couple months, and then met, and you know, thought it was great, and then all of a sudden that true person personality came out. So you know, you look at, I'm one. I don't look at. I understand what you're saying about the neediness aspect of it, but I also think it's one of those things about, I look at a different aspect. Do you, is it neediness? Yes, there are those situations, but I don't think women or men that are so anxious to meet, and I, I get it, there are those out there, but I also think there's people out there that, you know what, I'm not going to waste time dealing with you. And I, I run across quite a few confident, independent women, Shauna, that are like that, that are, you know what, I don't want to waste time, meet if there's a connection, we go from there. Um, I, I think, you know, the old adage is too, you know, the friendship built and all that stuff, that's crucial and important. Um, going back, if the chemistry isn't there, I think you and I both know this, if the chemistry is not there, it doesn't matter if the friendship's there or not, because the chemistry, chances are, the chem chemistry will never be there. Right. No, I agree, and I've done both. I mean, I've been in a hurry to meet a guy, and I've been in a hurry to, like, you know, wait and not meet a guy. I mean, I, you know, but most of the people that I've taken time with, I tend to have more, I, I tend to have more chemistry with, you know, and, and that's not always a good thing either. So I think that just because you have chemistry doesn't mean the person is meant for you, you know. Um, oh, absolutely. Sexual chemistry with a lot of people, you know. Well, yeah, absolutely. I, I It's got to be more. I agree. It's you know, I'm all about, you know, the emotional connection, not just the sexual chemistry whatsoever. Um, I, I want both. I, you need to have both. And I don't think that is an argument whatsoever. Um, I, I think that, again, it, it's up to everybody's discretion what they do. And I think there's a difference between being in a hurry, like you talk about, being in a hurry to meet somebody out of anxiety and neediness versus being in, you know, wanting to meet somebody right away so you don't waste any more time. 
So I think there's right. there there are those two different spectrums, and I think you know each individual. And I I'm not in the you know late labeling because everybody you know they want to meet right away or whatever. It could be you know what I don't want to waste any more time to see if something's there or not. And if not, then you know what that's fine. You get that out of the way. Right. And I do I I see men and women both that oh my god I want to meet fall in love and blah, 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 you know whatever. And they're not even getting to know the person. Like, the, they sell themselves out big time. Well, yeah, and, you know, something that um, has always struck me is I have a lot of friends, and um, both men, I have a lot of guy friends. I know you do. Uh-huh. <laughs> that are just single or that are in relationships. I have married friends. I have all of it. And um, a lot of times they come to me for advice uh, on every level, and um, I try to just be as objective as I can and be all sides. Uh, one thing that I, that I have to say, though, about the single people is there's a lot of single people that are, they're in a, in a position where they're like, um, I hate to just throw religion in there because I'm not a religious person, um, but I, I feel like, you know, um, they're on their hands and knees praying to God, you know, send me a man, send me a woman. You know, they're so desperate and just wanting somebody so quickly. And I think that, um, you know, you have to um, sort of, it's, it's, it's like, sort of like prospecting, but in your own environment, you know, it's like a natural environment and you're um, out and about, it doesn't have to be on a dating site. I think that if you find someone that you're out and about, like at the gym or at the, you know, at the uh, dance club or, you know, out with your girlfriends or your guy friends or whatever, and you have that chemistry on the front end and then you try to build off of that, if you don't jump into the sex scene right away and you actually try to build a relationship based off of, um, you know, something substantial, more substantial than just something sexual or physical, then um, I'm, I'm a fan of finding people in your natural environment, personally. You know, I've not had any luck on a dating site with anyone. I've not had met anybody on a dating site that, um, uh, I'm not saying there's, there's anything wrong with it, okay? Because I know people that have been married for years that have met on dating sites. Yeah, same, same here, but, Shauna. Right. I just think that for me, personally, I... Um, I haven't, I've met a lot of great people, made a lot of great friends from there, but not anybody for a long-term relationship, you know, and most of the long-term relationships I've had have been, you know, somebody that was in my natural environment that I was already out and about that saw me and we connected or whatever and right. um, built off of that. But I think you can build a relationship off of every, any type of situation. Oh, I do too. I, I don't. And I tell people all the time and I get, you know, a lot of single people, Greg, you need to have a singles event, a singles get-together, speed dating event. I've been asked to do that for a while. And I think, um, if you, I think if you limit yourself to, you know, okay, I'm only, I get your point of view, but I, I, don't, I want people, don't necessarily limit yourself to opportunities, okay? Um, that's why I mentioned, you know, grocery store, whatever. Um, you know, that's like you're saying, it's in your area, it's in your demographic area. Um, and you look at those situations, but you can, you know, even online dating, you know, do you want in that same demographic area? You're not going to date somebody or look for some. I know some people do that are 100 miles away, 200 miles away, different states even, um, which is that realistic? Not necessarily. And that builds a fantasy aspect. But I also think one of the aspects, too, is, you know, if you have a strong sense of self, and that's where the confidence comes in, not being overly needy. And I get when you said, 
you know, they pl pray, please bring me a woman, please bring me a man. You know what? That kills, that kills attraction right there because you're begging, you're pleading, you're coming across as needy. And you and I both know that is not attractive whatsoever. So if you have a strong sense of self and you command respect and you know yourself well enough, I think you can look at different avenues to find different dating aspects. Um, and I know, I, I think, you know, the friendship can build and all that stuff, which is great. But I think also you can have both. I know people, you know, that have waited to have sex and all this stuff until they got married and ran into problems with intimacy aspects. And I also, you know, no problems that, you know, it was, they met on the first date and had sex and they, they're happily married, been together for a long time. And I know people that had sex on the first date and it was a huge mistake. And, you know, it's one of those things you have to know the consequences and you should know you know, okay, this might not work out. Do I really want to do this or not? And you take that, you have to take an educated risk based on not out of neediness, and I agree with you 100% on that, not out of neediness, but out of self-assurance and self-respect for yourself and that you own it. Right, and you know, um, I'm going to say something that hopefully is not offensive to anybody, but you know, I'm like, I don't believe you should go on a date hungry. Like, and you know what I mean by that. I mean, it's like going to the grocery store when you have You mean, Shauna, go ahead and say it. You know me. Go ahead and say it. Horny. <laughs> And a, a menage de, a menage de yeah. moi with yourself. And I, you know, nowadays, and I think, again, if if you are out with me, if you have sex on a first date, that's your choice. And I mentioned this before. I'm not going to judge you. I'm not going to judge anybody on that. If you're playing somebody, if you are misleading, that's all you want, you better be up front and tell them. That's where the issue comes in. Somebody might just want that, and they're misleading, and they're manipulative. That's where I don't want, and I think, Shauna, that's where you're coming from. How do you know that's the case or not if you do have sex with them on a first date, and you want more, and maybe that's all they want is a hookup? Because we know, we both know men and women are, they can be, they misrepresent themselves and can be deceptive and just manipulate just to get a piece. Right, right. You know, um, I just feel like whatever you do, do it as an adult and, and understand that, you know, whatever decision decision that you're going to make is, um, whatever decision that you're going to make, you have to accept the consequences for that action. Oh, absolutely. You know, so if you're, if you're going to go and have sex on the first night, then, you know, you don't wear protection and you want to put a disease, that's on you. You know, you can't let you wind up pregnant, it's on you. There's still, you have to be responsible and um, whatever your oh, absolutely. Is, just remember that you're taking the chance if you do have sex on the first date that you could kill you could kill any chance of having a relationship. So um, I don't know. I think I, yes and no, Shauna. Yes and no. That's where we're gonna disagree. Well, I said you could take a chance. Yes. You could take a chance. Yes. Kill the relationship. Possibly. I'm not saying that you're gonna do 
that every time because I know people like you said that have done that and they they still see each other to this day. You know, yeah. together. So. And I um so I it's again it's very you I like the fact you take a risk and I you know what you need to be safe you know if you you want to make sure you know you use protection and all that stuff you know diseases and all this stuff and I know unfortunately too many couples I've dealt with over the years as well and uh, once you get licensed and get your degree Shauna if you end up working with couples too you're gonna find out that you run into couples where one of them ends up with herpes or genital warts because well, you know, they've never used protection throughout their whole relationship, and one of them cheated and brought it home. So, um, yeah, that's not a good situation, and that you need to be safe. And how do you, you know, there's some people I know that even, you know, before they'll have sex or require um, STD tests, you know, is that wise? Is that smart? It is scary. You know, uh, environment out there nowadays, and um, there's a lot of people that I'm seeing. You know, a lot of my research was dating after 40, but I also dealt with a lot of people that were 30 and up, and then also my kids, you know, are 20s. So hearing their stories as well about their friends, they tell me everything, and um, you know, and I, I've heard it. I've heard every side, and people that are older, and you know, just, there's so many people that are not using protection nowadays just because you request it doesn't mean they use it with everyone else and you have to you have to manage your own body and, and understand that your body is your responsibility yeah um, you don't want something I that's going to be that, with you forever <laughs> right but I think that if you're what I mean what how do you feel about this if you are seriously seriously generally interested in someone you like how they speak you like how they look you like how they have their mannerisms when they're talking you're at dinner you're eating you like how they're chewing their food I mean there's things that you can live with with that person <laughs> right so those are those are the things that I look at. You look at their feet, their hands, you know. I'm a weirdo, so I look at weird things. But um, you know, I can think about the person. No I, comment, you know, Shauna. I'm, I'm a very weird person. But, so you like these things about this person, you know, and so you kind of have to make a decision about, you know, if you're going to do it or you're not going to do it. If that chemistry is there and you've been talking and you've been building up the anticipation and now you're together and you kiss and you're like, oh, my God, let's go on together. You know, you, you just have to, like, um, you know, um, because there there comes the thing where you could fall in love with someone and then you wait to have, you wait to be intimate. Yes. And then the love outweighs the sex. A lot <laughs> of women will actually lack about an orgasm because they love the man so much and they'll just stay with him and they'll enjoy being with him sexually even though they never have an orgasm. Before. And it's sad. Okay. Shauna, you must have ESP because I was just going to say, I've run into so many people that maybe waited a couple months six months, whatever, a year before they had sex, before they got um, married. And, you know, the sex is just, they're so incompatible. Um, and then they're stuck. And now you look at, would you, would I want to waste six months being with somebody and knowing that the sex is, you know what, we're not compatible that way. Uh, just the chemistry ain't there sexually. And they'd be a great person. If, am I going to want to wait six months and waste six months to find that out? No. Not at all. And I'm, you know, I'm licensed professional. This is for, I'm not advising this to anybody. This is me personally talking. Forget about me being, you know, licensed and professional in what I do. This is me personally. 
I'm not going to want to wait six months to find that out. Am I wrong? Am I bad? Yeah, yeah, evil I for that? No, I'm not. I'm not going to wait six months. And I, I run into so many couples um, that have waited because of religious purposes, because of cultural purposes, um, especially in the Detroit area. We're a huge um, mixing bowl, if you will. And I, I know other areas too. And you in Texas, I'm sure as well. You know, Middle Eastern Indian that you know. Women are supposed to be virgins when they get married, and there's sexual issues big time. And it's not, they wait years until they seek help. It's almost like a detriment, and it's like, it's sad. Well, you know, um, I, I personally am not ever going to stay in a relationship ever again that the sex is not pleasing. I've oh, hell no. I've been there and done that, and... Um, I'm never, ever going to do it again, and I will hurt a guy's feelings. I just will because I, I can't do it. I'm not going to go unsatisfied um, for the rest of the remainder of my life and be married to someone. And, and you know, it, I just really honestly, I'm, and I'm not a cheater, but I'm just saying I think at this stage of my life, I'm going to turn 43. I think I might with, um, I think I might venture, venture out. I don't think I could stay with someone that I your little man in the boat wasn't being played with properly, right? No, oh, hell yeah, I'm all about, you know me, I'm all, well, not that way, but <laughs> that didn't sound right. I'm all about pleasing uh, my partner, I'm all, you know, lady I'm with, I'm all about pleasing big time, and, you know, looking at Going back to, you know, would you, if you say you're texting, whenever you meet somebody, if there isn't a connection right away, this goes back to, you know, dating rules along with this, would you automatically say, you know what, I'm not feeling it? Or would you be up front and say, you know what, I'd like to see you again? And it seems like there's so many, you know, you talk about rules, you know, the guy rule that you... Um, wait three days before you call them again, or t no, forget about that. I'm not into that. If you like somebody, tell them. Don't be needy. Don't right. be begging, but being upfront. But also, a lot of people might be afraid to hurt someone's feelings and say, you know what, I just don't feel it. Right, right. You know, um, I, I think that I'm just a very honest person, and um, as a matter of fact, I'm too honest sometimes, and sometimes guys can't handle that about me because I just tell it like it is. But um, I'm going to be the one that's going to tell you, um, this is not happening. This is not fulfilling me. This is, uh, you know, I'm not going to be coming back. Let's just break this off. Let's just part ways. Let's try to keep our friendship, you know. Well, what? Oh, quit being politically correct with the friendship aspect. Um, no, <laughs> what I, I want to, when you're, when you're talking, when, like you said, when you're talking with somebody for two months before you go on a date, like you mentioned, and you meet in public, meet in person, and you realize it isn't there. Now you look back, you have two months gone. Yeah, we jive all that, but you know what? In person, it's just different. You know, you, if you want to call it pheromones, aren't jiving, whatever's there, would you tell them? You know what? I'm not into you like that. Well, yeah, because I we 
I just did that with someone. He and I were, you know, talking and visiting for, uh, I don't know, a couple months. And then, you know, we just decided that what we both mutually decided that this is not working and it's not going to work. And um, we stayed friends. You know, I know you said don't be politically correct, but we did. We stayed friends and we uh, have kept up the friendship and um, just have left it at that. You know, we just both realized that we're not for each other and, you know, move, on, move along, basically. You know, wish each other the best. No, that's I'm all about that. Yeah. Well, that's also dealing with somebody that's that's an immature, you know, emotionally mature person. Which I want to attract emotionally mature people, not somebody that's immature, that's a crybaby, that's gonna, you know, I don't want to be like that for someone, and I don't want to be with someone like that. No, not 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 at all. Yeah. You know, I was dealing with an emotionally mature man, and that makes a big difference, obviously. It makes a huge difference, and that's what we talked about earlier about being safe and. You know, are you going to deal with a stalker situation? And there's, you know, it's not gender biased. There's stalkers, men and stalkers, women, too. And um, it, it can be crazy. Right. Yep, that's right. Awesome. Well, thanks for calling in, Shauna, anytime, like I mentioned. Absolutely. Absolutely. I enjoyed it. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you. Sweet. Yeah, let me know. Uh, how much longer do you have before you go? With your uh, master's program? Well, I'll be done with my master's this year, but I'm going to start working on my uh, PhD. So, yeah. Um, Good luck. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want my PhD. I'm like, I don't need it. I don't want it. So, <laughs> Good luck. Okay. Well, I enjoyed talking and speaking. Thanks, Shauna. Yeah, goodbye. Okay, Thank you much. Bye. Take care. Oh, that was Shauna. Thank you so much. Interesting conversation and maybe a little bit debate back and forth as far as, you know, maybe do's and don'ts of what do you do. It's primarily around the sexual aspect. You know, if you feel it, do you do it? But you look at the consequences and you have no regrets, right? That's what I'm all about. I don't want people to be used. I don't want people to be manipulated, feel pressure, guilt into the intimacy aspect when you first start dating somebody, okay? Everybody, you know, people heard about the three-date rule. People, you know what, whenever it's ready for you, if you're not ready about it and another person is not patient or you're two, at two different areas of the spectrum on the intimacy levels, then maybe you can talk back and forth until you're both at the same spot. But does that mean you're not going to date anybody else or whatever? These are all situations that you can talk about that might um, be... You know what? A situation of whatever to go back and forth, okay? So, you know, these are areas. And going back to, you know, dating. Do you send each other pictures before you actually meet? We talked about that at the beginning, which was a cool topic. I got that a friend of mine texted me earlier uh, this evening, right before I went on with the show. You know, there's a lot of rules and play that goes back and forth. Do you mislead somebody because you don't want to hurt their feelings? I'm all about, you know what? If it isn't there, if the chemistry isn't there when you meet somebody, be honest. You know what? Say, you know what? I'm looking for something else. You know what? It's not being rude. Not at all. I think it's being rude when you mislead somebody that you're not really interested in in a relationship. And when you meet somebody, say you text back and forth for a couple of months, and that's where before meeting somebody, and that's where I think, you know, we talk about, Sean and I, about emotional maturity, but you're also, when you're talking with somebody for a couple months before you meet them, and that's almost like you're misleading them 
you might be misleading each other, call it a fantasy, call it whatever, but you could end up being misled yourself or misleading somebody thinking you have an emotional connection back and forth and then you meet somebody and the chemistry isn't there. You know what, do I think that's sort of rude or cruel or do you both understand, hey, what happens if the chemistry isn't there, but let's be real. Does that chemistry, you know what, you're hoping it's going to be there. It's there texting back and forth, talking on the phone, but in reality it could be different. So you both could be living a fantasy realm um, when it goes on for a couple of months before meeting, a month before meeting. That's where, you know, I'm all about, you know, you want to be safe. You want to be whatever. And people look up people on Facebook, make sure they're legit, check out pictures of people on Facebook and all this stuff. You know, there's ways you can do to try to be safe. And I love, love the idea about FaceTiming people, you know, Facebook Messenger face-to-face -face where you know they're legit before meeting. I love that idea. Actually, I think I'm going to promote that. I do promote that. I think that's awesome. Before you meet face-to-face, -to, -face, to get more of a sensation, you know what? This really isn't going to work for me, so why waste time, right? And if you're just looking for friends, by all means, you go ahead and do that. But if you're looking for a relationship, um, a long-term relationship, and not just friends, you know what? Why waste your time if the chemistry, you know, is not there? And that's where I'm all about, you know what? Do you get it out of the way meeting somebody before you prolong and build up this, you know, facade or maybe you have this friendship going back and forth, which, you know what, we all can need friends. But if you're not looking for friends, you're looking for something more on a romantic, intimate level, you know what, do you really want to waste your time and you sort of get misled by them? Or maybe unintentionally you're misleading them and it don't work and you're like, damn, I just wasted a month talking to this person. I just wasted two months talking to this person. So I love the idea of the Facebook Live you know, back and forth on the Facebook app or iPhone users um, if you do the FaceTime. So I'm all about that, and I think that would be cool. So you know what? When it comes down to the nitty-gritty, when it comes down to foundations, you set your own rules. You know what? Be safe. Meet in a public place, okay? So, you know, you look at, you heard some, you know, Shauna gave some great insights and some debate and plus some stuff we agreed on. But also, you set the boundaries for you. Do you want to carry on for a couple months or a month talking back and forth? Oh, great, now we can meet, I feel safe. And then you meet, and then you're like, damn, the you know, chemistry, whatever reason, traction could be there physically, but just something ain't jiving. Now, do you, oh you know, my God, I wasted a month, I wasted two months. What do you do? You set the rules for you, and don't sell yourself out. Do not get pressured into a dating scene a sexual scene at all. You do things because you feel it's right and you're ready to do it, okay? And don't live with regrets. Damn, I wish I wouldn't have. I wish we would have waited. Whatever. Don't live with regrets, but be safe out there, okay? So hopefully, you know, the art of relationships, you know, on dating rules and dating insights and what to look gives you some insights, what to look for, maybe what not to look for, and maybe throw some different opinions out there that can help you single people out there in the dating world and give you some things to look about, okay? This is uh, Greg Dzinski. That's me. I'm a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan. I'm a relationship sex specialist. Detroit's love guru, people. I've been doing this for many years.
helping couples out. And you want to make sure, you know, out there that if you seek professional help, you are going to a licensed professional. There's a lot of coaches out there that, you know what, they don't have the clinical training. They don't have the insights. They don't follow any ethics. They don't follow any laws out there. And they could get you in a situation that is not right for you based on bias and judgmental situation, okay? So check me out, theartofrelationships.org. That's my website. My book that's out there, The Relationship Guide, Tools to Ignite Love and Intimacy. That's available on Amazon and paperback and ebook versions, okay? Everybody have a good night. Happy hump night, everybody. Take care. Thanks so much for listening, tuning in. This is the Art of Relationships radio show. Peace and love to everybody out there, okay? Everybody take care. Bye-bye.